If you enjoy listening to inspirational stories from people just like us, facing the fear and doing it anyway, then you're in the right place. My name is Claire Hill and this is the No Rest for the Vivid podcast. Hello, welcome to another episode of No Rest for the Vivid podcast. I am Claire Hill. Today I have Lucy Selby back on the podcast. Now you may have heard her previous episode. Her episode was the most played episode of 2022 of the podcast because there is so much gold in it. She's an absolute legend, an absolute beaut. Um, we get on incredibly well. So, and I think you get the vibe of that from the episode. I think that this episode is full of gold and we all talk about about you know really showing up as your authentic self and having the bravery to do that and how it is so important to accept that being vulnerable is brave but showing who you really are is how brands get to where they want to be. Let me know what you get from the podcast, what are your takeaways if you haven't already subscribed and shared, please do. And I hope you have an amazing day. Enjoy. Hello, my lovely. Hello. Hello. We've stopped being cowbags so I can record. <laughs> Purely professional from now on, of course. Purely professional cowbags. Yes. No, we were just moaning about builders, weren't we? Like yeah. You've, um, you're, in, you're in a process. Near the in, end of a process. In a process, we've got about fifty thousand people. Um, obviously, 50, no exaggeration. Yeah, yeah no, no exaggeration. No, uh, coming in and out of our house, but for a very exciting end point of, you know, a new workspace and new family room, and yes, yeah, going to be amazing. You're going to be well posh with a family room. I know. I'm struggling to think. What words do I use to cook? Because it's it was in the my garage. second lounge. Oh, in the drawing room. That's I know. What it I, is. Called, I called it the front room, and I was like, it just doesn't roll off the tongue and feel right. So I'm going. Yeah, I'm going with office family room. I love it. Yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, this is Lucy. Everyone. Hello. Back. <laughs> She's back. Guess who's back? Back again. Lucy Selby, and you are. I've got to tell you, yesterday we had in Hero Hours in the Vivi Club membership. Amazing. Pippa, um, Little Bag Company. Oh. He was talking about how she, you, because of the bags that you are said to make, she'd made for somebody else, or maybe it was the same person. And then she did this gift and sent her some new styles. So she's ended up with more orders and then yeah. someone else was saying about how cool you are and then one of my best mates Catherine obviously hired you as well so it's oh, literally yeah. like if you don't if you know me and you don't have your branding done by Lucy Selby who the hell do you think you are <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's um it's been a lovely experience and this that, that sort of collaborative way of working and hyping each other up and being really proud of who you work with I think is such a positive thing for Mm. how as an independent person freelancer to work that way and like lean into collaboration I think is just the most positive way to work for your business um so like after doing stuff for you yeah did stuff for prestige party balloons um worked with little bag company so it's it's lovely it's a a great way of working and you know I found um your covid print the other day I know we've mentioned this before but and how 
you said to, I don't know yeah you sent it to me I think you said, can I mm. send this which is like three years ago um nearly and um and I said oh yeah yes please thank you very much and then I'd put it away as like mementos mm. I had a big clear out before I came back to work in January and I found it and I was like oh this is where it all began yeah I I actually have that in a in a frame um downstairs in my lounge I just I like it like although although it sort of brings back some fairly awful mm. homeschooling memories and yeah <laughs> just you know awfulness it it's also like a positive thing because actually covid was what kind of really powered my business onwards mm. um so yeah i i see it as a positive positive mm. thing i think yeah lockdown lockdown either launched a business made it or ma- broke it or made it it's like mm. there's I, I worry about not worry worry i mean i don't worry i just think that businesses that started in lockdown sometimes don't know what life was like before you know mm. like with instagram you know everyone was on instagram so you could grow a business with basically doing a couple of posts a week yeah and now it's back to the old way and like, i started before the the lockdown of like you know begging for likes <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and and actually like the I um aside from my graphic and web design um all kind of design services really I after doing that ended up going into um kind of helping small businesses to understand how to use um social media properly to mm. promote themselves um and not just Instagram but you know generally how to project yourself your brand things like that um and it's hard at the moment like people have to understand it is hard and it's hard for everybody I think particularly if you're a small business you know you look at your engagement and you sort of go oh Jesus Christ (laughs) yeah you know I'm creating reels and you know you're getting a few hundred views and you just think what is the point but you have to just keep plugging away at it and and kind of take away that attitude of you know x number of likes or views or followers equals success because that that isn't actually the case you know you have to think about what value you're giving to people what um um you know just engagement is different isn't it to um how how it's perceived you've got to be able to actually facilitate those people um bang on there I was actually yeah. like, if hundred people emailed you tomorrow saying you do my branding, you would shit. You would shit yourself a little well, bit. Yeah, I got hundred members and then go. Huh. I mean, if I got hundred members in the Vivid Club, I'd be like, amazing, hello, welcome. But then I've still got to do a hundred welcome calls. That might yeah. not work. But you know, it's we we forget that bit. Absolutely. That you know, if you had a hundred people knocking on your door, you would be not sleeping for a little while. Bit stressed. <laughs> a bit stressed yeah a little bit stressed <laughs> but yeah no it's just this perception isn't it and also um in the vivid club membership we talk a lot about like not knowing what to post like people just get scared mm. about posting that's why I've changed the content champions that used to be like a me teaching about marketing and now I'm like come on who, who needs their content planned we just plan the content for a month yeah so that they've got an idea but it that 
but and then I think about what did we do before Instagram? Well, I know when I had my old business, I was walking up and down high streets with business cards yeah. and my little goods like sale in return. You wanna get my stuff? Well, yeah, it like as as an independent business person, you have to be agile and you have to be able to adapt and kind of go, well, that was working. It's not working anymore. Okay, right. Yeah. Well, what route shall I take now? Um, and, you know, being organized, planning. Um, but one of the biggest things I always advocate is going, I'm not good at this part of, you know, running a business. Right. I'm going to get so-and-so to do that. And like delegation is one of the absolute keys to a successful business oh 100 um, yeah like for, for me as a designer you go right well we've now all got access to this incredible thing called canva um which is which is massively powerful and i actually do things for lots of small businesses that i work for i'll create their branding and then i'll go and set up their brand kit set up their templates get everything in one place so that they can then fly from the outset with yeah. you know a completely uh, holistic approach to how to present themselves um but there's so many avenues for doing that poorly as well yeah so if you sit there for half a day pouring over a job like you know some social posts some graphics a poster um whatever it happens to be or any other thing copywriting um and anything Mm. if someone else who's a professional at doing that can do it quicker and for what you deem to be a reasonable investment get them to do it (laughs) you crack on with the things that you're really good at and then, yeah, let them crack on with that. That's that's my motto. Yeah, definitely delegating my brand, all my branding to you is the best thing ever. I and loved just, it. Yeah, it's just there now. It's all, yeah. all works, all looks really cool. All the different little assets that you can use in different ways. It's, yeah. That's the thing that's really powerful, I think, when you get a professional to do something for you. Um, you can... You can create stuff yourself but it's that understanding of how you're going to use it and all the different derivatives that you might want and need and can use in different ways and hierarchies of fonts and color choices and all things like that it's um it's a skill and it's I mean I love love doing it yeah you're bloody brilliant at it big up Lucy big up big up so you've got this we do all of this jazz and then you've got the hook project which we did yeah. talk about very brief. I think I don't think we delved into it in the last episode. Mm. I don't know if I've said that you you've already been on the podcast before. One of the yes. most listened to podcast episodes. No, I think it was the most listened to podcast episode in 2022 of my podcast. Ooh. No one wants That's to so lovely. They always just listen to everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, I think um that's like a massive ego boost. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah, it was so useful. Like massive yeah. gold in all of it, but we just touched because Absolutely. I think you'd done one day in the hook project. So we we had yeah. a chat. It was t- July August, wasn't it? Then we we met last, mm. um, so about six months ago, and you'd done one yeah. meet up at that point. But it's grown yeah. quite considerably since then, hasn't it? Yeah. So um, the hook project has has kind of um, 
grown, evolved and changed since we last met, which is, you know, something that, as we said at the beginning, business holders, we have to do. Um, but the thing that's really lovely, so the Hook Project was basically, it is now um, a signature workshop. It's a full day workshop where small businesses um, pay to come along um, and we work through the foundations of how to use Instagram to successfully market yourself as a small business um we talk about the foundations you know the 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 reasons why it's important and then we go into like the mechanics of it um so we've had like a real mix of people who are real beginners um sometimes they might be slightly older you know a generation that are above us that you know didn't grow up with mobiles and things like that but also just people who you know put their hands up and say this is not you know this is not my forte and we teach them how to use it how to use their branding how to use um photography um you know strategies like you say like how to to get your head around how to post um also dropping per, uh, perfection paralysis um charlie who is now um part of the team on the hook um she always says done is better uh than than good you know like just get it done yeah um get it out there um nobody pours over your content in the same way as we do um so you know getting your content out there getting um you know eyes on what you're doing is way more important than sitting there for two hours like pouring over a caption or or, or the content so yeah. we started by doing that We've delivered four of those workshops now. Um, and since then, it, that was, it was my brainchild. And I had Barbara from Barbara Girl Marketing and Charlie from Farley Photography on as experts to help deliver with me. And we have since then, over uh, around Christmas time, around a cocktail or two, um, <laughs> we just went, right, we're all in. And we have formed... Um, a collaboration between the three of us and have created a new website basically an agency uh Way. oh who did you um, brand it oh who did that i wonder who it was um so yeah rebranded because you know before it was very much um a derivative of my branding and and this time for the three of us it had to speak to all of us so it is quite girly and pink and delicious but that's our vibe. Um, and so now we have products that are going to kind of um, offer different things to different businesses in different ways. So our first thing that we've started is called the Hook Breakfast Club, um, which we had last couple of weeks ago, um, middle of January, our very first one, where we had 30 business owners come along to a gorgeous little independent cafe in Colchester called Patch. Um, and we hosted them for two hours. Um, the way we're working it is it's essentially networking, but our motto is uh, creative collaborative connections. So it's about creating a community of people who you can lean on who you can learn from who you can be inspired by um 
and be vulnerable as well like it's not about like we did say like bring your business cards if you want to but it's not that stuffy uh idea that we all have of networking you know sat around a boardroom table it's chatting having a piece of cake and a and a cup of coffee and learning from each other so that went really really well and we're planning on doing that once a month amazing um which is like yeah you know you, we talked about this last time on the last episode that if you looked back five years ago and said you'd have your own business that's like thriving you'd have a second business with two other amazing women um you'd be doing networking events you'd be planning workshops and you know you'd just sit there and go but yeah it's all it's all happening it's really really exciting yeah Yeah. you are smashing it absolutely smashing it you know the next step would be an online membership (laughs) well yeah (laughs) so we've I've uh, I've also built us a website for the hook uh, which is the hook.uk and on there it kind of talks about you know what the three of us bring um what kind of services we offer um so it's lots about learning as well so I think there will be like a portal in time that people because at the moment we're facilitating people in North Essex um whereas it would be lovely to be able to say right you can now log in and you know do some online learning as well because um the three of us and our expertise we have alongside the breakfast club we also have the hook project which is the signature workshop and then we are doing half day workshops as well so in on the 9th of february barbara's doing a pinterest workshop Mm. um small workshop for eight people and then she's got a canva one planned i'm doing some branding and instagram training charlie's doing um how to take better photos on your phone workshops and an intro to like digital SLR cameras as well. So we're kind of trying to deliver as much stuff as possible to help us all as business people to upskill and celebrate as well. A bit of, you know, some maybe some supper clubs where we all get together and sort of go, well done you. I think that's really important. Yeah, love that. And how did you all meet? How did you all get together? You might have said so, it before, but I've forgotten. Um, Charlie um, was my next door neighbour oh. by maybe four houses down. So yeah. our kids went went to school together. Um, and then Barbara lives in Colchester. And it, like similar to yours and mine's story, like you kind of just found each other through Instagram. Um, and then Charlie ended up doing Barbara's um, branding shoot. And we just started talking and then, yeah, we've got links through football and, you know, kids stuff. And, you know, when you just find your people, it's just mm-hmm. a really, it's a really lovely mix between the three of us. We've all got our own little quirks and weirdness and whatever. And mm-hmm. you know, Barbara's very organised. She's a, she's a marketing um, uh, consultant and expert. So, you know, she's the one who keeps us all online um and and knowing what we're doing and charlie and i are slightly more you know fly by the seat of your pants but 
it's fine it's all good <laughs> I love that I think I've been chatting to Barbara in my message she comments on stuff and I was yeah. like I that name and then I was like Hope Project I get yes. it. I see now yes that's yeah. the one she she listens um she listens to your podcasts oh hi Barbara <laughs> hi <laughs> super fan <laughs> I met yeah. somebody the other day. I went to this event in Manchester and somebody went, you, you're the wire girl, aren't you? And I was like, sorry? You know, and I literally, I didn't know what she was saying. I don't know why. I think I was more there for like coaching stuff. Yeah. So like, you make choir art. Aren't you the one with the podcast? I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that's me. You're Claire here, aren't you? And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's me. She went, I listen to your podcast like, every week. And I was like, you don't. I was like, oh, it's so God. nice. Oh my God, do you really? It's Sarah. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> I was just, it's so cool to meet you in real life. And I was like, oh my God, that is so bad. But, but that goes to show you the power of um, marketing. It's, you know, this, this is a marketing platform, isn't it? Absolutely. And, it's part of my um, marketing strategy. And Barbara um, actually does podcasts, like editing podcasts as well for some of her clients. And it's something that, um, we might actually ask you to come and speak on one of our mornings if you fancy it. Oh my god, I'd love to do that. Yeah, um, just to kind of, I think sometimes people go, "Oh my god, create a like a podcast." Of, yeah, like that sounds scary. No one would listen. Um, I didn't, wouldn't know how to do it. Wouldn't know where to start. But you know, having having people who who have done it, who have created it, and nothing's easy, is it, from the outset. No. Um, but you know, knowing that that is an outlet potentially um, for another form of marketing is really, really cool. And I, th- I think it's really important for, for me for my the coaching stuff and the support. There's no other way that people are gonna un- know my vibe, like what comes out of my mouth makes sense. Otherwise, yeah. Because um, especially on uh, Instagram. I do a lot of lives on that account mm. because I find that people can trust me better because they're just, I can just talk like, Oh God, I did a live yesterday. I had my flies undone on live on Instagram. <laughs> and I was like, did anyone tell you though? No, I saw it. I it was like 10 minutes in. And then I was like, I'm really sorry guys. <laughs> I know I'm live on Instagram, but it appears that my flies are undone. <laughs> I love that. I just did them up. Because <laughs> I think that, you know, when you're engaging with people like, you know, both of us are like this, you, you, we're real human beings. I think it makes it less, you know, I make mistakes on the podcast. I don't edit them out because mm. I'm still a human being. I was just doing an intro for another podcast I was in, um, that I just did. And I made mistakes. I literally just stumbled over my words. And I was like, oh. But if I hear that on somebody else's work, I appreciate they're just normal human beings just but normal. podcasts I got I got in my way so much about getting this podcast out there mm. I mean it's coming up for like 18 months since it came out but um that first um episode I'd recorded the three it took me weeks to actually publish it but that's why I use Instagram to hold myself accountable and so I tell mm. people before I chicken out and they're like well I've told people I have to do it and then absolutely just got to do it. But get, getting getting your face to camera is one of the things that I think um, people struggle with the most. And, yeah. you know, that's um, 
on the um on the next breakfast club um 27th of january uh, february um i'm speaking on that one so charlie did goal setting um in january and i'm i'm talking about how to define and convey your brand so we have a topic for each um for each one and i think it's really important for people to understand that you are your brand yeah we, we did we did talk about this last time um and actually you know not putting your face to camera and and not conveying who you are is actually massively detrimental to you know building that confidence in in your followers and your audience and your client base people want to know you know who is Claire who is Lucy mm. who who am I actually working with particularly as in the world that we live in now we don't have quite as much you know face-to-face meetings we might do a lot of zooms um it's nice to see someone's face and their expressions and the and you know the type of person they are to know is that someone I'd like to work with mm. um someone might be like oh that Lucy Selby is well annoying and it's like <laughs> not your possibly. ideal customer then. <laughs> you are not my person and I'm okay with that. And if I'm not yours, that's absolutely no problem. We, you know, we wouldn't vibe and we wouldn't get the best out of each other because you have to have a relationship that, you know, you can have fun. You can, um, you know, you can turn around and go, actually, that's not quite what I wanted. And, you know, be able to be a solution based thinker. Um, So yeah you are your brand is Mm. the biggest biggest thing to remember as a small business yeah and as you were talking something popped into my head about and this is properly properly probably quite it could be quite triggering for some people listening to this and I don't like the word triggering but might make you go oh that's not me um if you don't show up on Instagram um I've got to be actually careful how I say this actually I was just thinking like it could be triggering in the wrong way but if you are choosing not to show up on Instagram because you're scared of what people are going to think not anything else not that you know any other fears if it's just primarily you're scared about who you go to who you went to school with is going to think of you it's always that isn't it the bitchy girls that you went to school with um if you're worried about that then what you're doing is not fulfilling for your customers. Do your you say you know your customer is the, or your client is the center of everything, and it should be apart from yourself. But what you're doing is adding to that like tr- and trust factor and all of that. Mm. If if they see your face, they're gonna trust you, and you, that you're respecting their investment in you and what you are delivering to them. You're respecting it that much more because you are putting yourself in that vulnerable state, I suppose. Mm but also showing that vulnerability is not a weakness because you do get that you do get like in vulnerability hangovers after going live some you know I do sometimes as stories it doesn't mean you know it, I don't I'm not impacted by going on my stories all the time sometimes I'm like maybe I did really come across as an absolute berk then but that's who I am like just got to embrace it yeah, and, you know you sorry for my face because I've got no makeup on I've stopped doing that now but that kind of vulnerability of showing who you really are is actually really, really strong. And that's why people mm. respect it. And what you're showing is that 
they respect you more and trust you more, but it's also showing that you respect their investment in you and your business more and that you care because you're you're ready to put yourself in that position. And I think that and- everybody, like with, with my, um, with Vivid Wire especially, and I suppose the other one, the reason why it grew is because I was just, everyone knows who I am. Yeah, and you're not you're not um, like mucking around doing like stupid dances and you know having to be an absolute tit. Yeah, like you know the reason the reason I followed you is because you were a bit silly and that you know I enjoyed that and it was more interesting to me and the things that you were saying than you know just you know, a very prof- professional you know clear cut clean you know this is the product that I am delivering and would you like to buy it probably not um (laughs) I don't want to buy it from Claire because she's a bit nuts and I like that yeah um but you know just because you're not a, a bigger extrovert kind of personality doesn't mean there's not space for you like there absolutely is and the the biggest thing that we talk about on the hook project is that you know, you will find your people, you'll find the people who like align with you, your values, um, your personality, all of those things. So, you know, if, if you're both, if there's two people offering the same thing, you'll find that you'll probably get a 50, 50 split of some people will go to you. Some people will go to you because actually they prefer that quieter, softer, um, projection of, that person versus a more extrovert person over here so Mm. don't be afraid to um express yourself in the way that feels most comfortable because that's a true authentic reflection of you um but you just have to practice yeah practice is key practice don't re-record no just feel comfortable I always say practice um on stories so stories is a really safe place it deletes after 24 hours just start actively getting some stuff on there imagine you're talking to your mum your sister your best mate whatever and just speak naturally and honestly about whatever it is that you're you know trying to convey to your audience Mm. and it's surprising how quickly you become practice at it and Mm. and, when you feel more confident because I remember and I must have said this in the last episode, but somebody said to me, you've got to choose whether you want your business to grow or you're, what are you more bothered about, your business growing or what people might think. But I had yeah. this one friendship that like bogged me down and I feel even and that held like that held me back in so many ways. And now I, I've made a big decision about that. I feel so much more free to be like, you know, it's, mm. it's those kinds of you've got to when you're going live on your stories, who do you care about what they think? And why do you care about? Because the right Mm. people in your life are going to be like, you're brilliant. I love it. Well, you're going to be Jamie Lee Curtis, aren't you? In the background going, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Like I'm delighted when I see my mates doing well in business or doing well in whatever they happen to be doing. Um, I, you know, I I will be the first person and will come up and cheer for you, shout for you, shout your name to every other person I know who needs that service, that product, whatever. Um, and and almost if you're not doing that, is is there 
something you need to be asking yourself. <laughs> Why are you not excited? Yeah. Oh, that was there was a conversation I had with one of my one-to-one clients about this. But I think it's just where people um that they they don't speak the same language as you once you get so far and your mm-hmm. self-development as a business owner is so steep. You've got that you have to have that um you have to make that space for your self-development in order to be able to weather the storm of business like mm. to, to be able to have the, the res- resilience mm. and if you aren't if you're not growing that quickly your business is is not is just gonna sink that's basically what it is you've got to literally grow really quick but people around you if you're like I know when I was a teacher I never really needed to do that I enjoyed doing stuff like that like self-development and thinking about myself and you know awareness and all that I didn't need to do it really. It was only when, you know, and I needed it once I started the business, but people around you, I always find that, that, and it's not because they don't love you. It's not because they don't want to champion you. Sometimes it's just, it's so alien. It makes them feel uncomfortable. So they just don't say Mm. anything. So. Yeah. It's, um, it's not an, it's not an easy road being self-employed. Um, you, um, uh, there's so many of those memes isn't there like yeah. I decided to be self-employed so that I could you know make up my own hours and not do the nine to five instead I work six till 12 p.m yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> six a.m in the morning till 12 p.m at night great um but that is actually one of my 2023 intentions um is to just take a little step back um review you know inquiries that come in projects that come in opportunities that uh, are available and deciding what I want to do now as opposed to just saying yes to everything um that's quite I think that's quite a big leap um is in the business journey that you're on like you sort of say yes 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 to start off with because you have to um and you and you're always worried about when the next you know projects coming in and then you get to a point of being like actually no I can pick and choose yeah yeah yeah. and have you booked uh, one thing I've I've done this year already and I wonder if you've done it have you booked your annual leave for the year um I've booked a holiday oh that's good (laughs) yeah two weeks in August which is like mind-blowing to me like I've got um as you know I've got three children ten seven five um and we haven't been on an abroad holiday as a family since before covid yeah so we've got like two weeks all inclusive coming up are you going Mallorca oh bloody love Mallorca yeah my um my oldest best friend from school lives over there as well so um which is amazing so we're going there um I've got low expectations of you know what we're in for I'm just gonna be so over the moon to be abroad with my family the kids will be of an age where they're gonna you know hopefully I mean they're all sods aren't they but hopefully appreciate where we are and what we're doing and yeah so that I guess I have booked my annual leave I try not to work in too much in holidays no um and to be honest a lot of the people that I work with are either mums or parents generally um so 
most people are pretty you know they're like oh god don't worry I'll be doing the same like you know it's come come the holidays people are generally pretty flexible at just downing mm. tools a bit because you just need that break don't you yeah well I've booked all of the holidays off this year so I've got like 12 nice. weeks holiday but <laughs> I feel like I mean I've still got to do Project Warrior Boss in that time and a couple of one-to-one things, but I've literally, I'm yeah. not booking any sessions in. And yeah, yeah. because I'm, I do not want to feel like I'm juggling. I'm just a shit mum when I'm juggling. Yeah. I'm really shit mum. And I'm bloody started this to be a better mum. <laughs> like, so. The, ba- the just, balance has to be there. Absolutely. Yeah. And I just want to have like, Jackson's going to school in September and I just want to have that. I I didn't never thought I'd be bothered about him going to school. I thought I'd be like, oh yeah, it's just part of the process. Just go fly. Here are your wings. Blah blah blah. And now I'm like, he's bloody fine. He's gonna be fine. <laughs> oh, that's it. He won't ever want to be with me anymore. And like, I feel, and also, I'm gonna have less childcare, <laughs> which because my childcare is eight till five. But um, I thought I've got to mate. I've got to maximize that time when I am yeah. with him if I can and I can so it's just about if I block it in a head I've never done this before ever though mm. being you know self-employed for like two and a half nearly three years and I've never ever sat and gone these are the weeks that I'm gonna have off I've always just gone shit I need a break by yeah, three weeks to- over Christmas and everything was fine yeah but the work true, isn't it? The business kept going and and in all likelihood, everybody else is going. Fucking hell, I need a need a holiday. Yeah. Like we we all need to have those times where you just down tools and yeah, just go. I'm not accessible. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I pushed it though. I was like two weeks to buy two and a half weeks. Dan went back to work, and I was like, oh, I could just dip my toe. No, I do not really. I was like, no, I'm going to sort under the bed and like did decorated and. <laughs> you know, did all this stuff when we had childcare. But, and I thought, well, if I can do three weeks, I can do four weeks in August. So that's my, next, the bit, I'll have the whole of August nice. off. But the, yeah. um, talking about decorating, it made, made me um, think about something that I saw the other day. Um, uh, someone wrote, um, I did a chore today that I've been putting off for six months and mm. it took me 15 minutes. Oh. I've learned nothing from doing this. <laughs> which I just thought was really funny um yeah because I I have that you know that that is something that I do like I still haven't done my tax return um I'm getting an email daily from HMRC going don't forget your tax return um and I'm like ah it's just a job that I don't enjoy doing so boring just, (laughs) just need to block out some time and it gets done then doesn't it and you don't like fester over these awful things yeah but when you actually sit down and do your tax return it takes literally half an hour doesn't it or maybe um, an hour maybe I more than maybe more than that yeah, i just I, download all my accounts on from the, the bank on a spreadsheet and sort them into columns and done do you want to do you want to come around and help because well you know it's just a touch of math even though i do put it off it's just a little every year i go i'm going to do this in april next year Oh, yeah, I am. I am prepared, Paula, over here. This year, I did it in December. I didn't want to go into Christmas doing it. but I just I just think it is, you know, personality-wise, <clears throat> I am... Last-minute Linda. I'm last-minute Linda, and yeah. I'm, I am not always the most organised person, but I am very much 
trying. Mm. So that is a positive thing. You're a last minute Linda, a trying team, trying Tina. No, but I think that like I am a born, I was born to be a last minute Linda, and I fight her every day because the thing yeah. is, is it, the feeling I get of being a prepared pooler outweighs it's much better. So much better, but you have to put those rewards in. I I was writing my book this morning and talking about um where. I was speaking to somebody who's joining Project Worry Boss and she said, I just feel so unhappy. And we worked out that she's just not got that productivity bit in her day of running mm. the business. And therefore, she's not getting the dopamine hits or rewarding herself at any point. Mm. And therefore, it then starts draining and like socializing you with the girls with the hook. Mm. What a, an amazing way. Like when Bex is here, it's like, Boom, boom, boom. Mm. I'm talking to people. There's a social element. You're getting a reward. So then you feel good in your business. But you have to set that up. So my, like, <laughs> that sort of thing. That's why 1% factor, timing tasks, mm. do five minutes, make the next five minutes count. Then you get a little dopamine hit and you're like, oh, that's hair polar. Yeah, that is actually something um, like Charlie um, from The Hook is brilliant at goal setting. And celebrating and rewarding when you know when you've done those things so I'm that's something that I'm like trying to learn from her from um Good. and me and Barbara actually are meeting on Friday because we've got our like we we're basically just copying Charlie um and we've got our quarterly goal setting review nice. so we did we did one um before Christmas um and yeah we've got our next one our next one coming up and you know prioritizing things and making sure it's in the diary and I could I could not do that because I've actually got an absolute ton of things on at the moment and builders and whatever but I'm going to prioritize that because I do want to sit there and go well done me for what I did there exactly yeah yeah measuring your growth yeah, how well have you done there? Really good. What could I do better? What are the things that, you know, for the next three, four months, what do I need to put in place to get more organised, to get on top of my accounts? And, you know, things things like that um, are things that I'm trying to do better with from a business perspective. I feel like I've got certain bits nailed um, and those bits are what we need to sit down and review. So I'm looking forward good. to that. Yeah, we have monthly KPI meetings, key performance indicators, measuring nice. stuff. And then I have the board in front of me. So I track where I'm tracking like the podcast, my subscription, the income revenue, um, regular, I've forgotten, recurring revenue, that's it. Um, and then I measure how many people I'm helping. And I'm that's what my my key performance indicators is. It is there is like revenue attached to them, but it's more focused on the people I'm helping. Yeah. Because that that, that's the thing that's important to you. It's like, you know, yeah. it might be for others that, you know, hitting a certain amount of money per month is the thing or, you know, getting two projects a week or, or, or a month or whatever it happens to be. If you don't know what those things are, how can you turn around and go, great job. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Very good point. Look at the bloody time. We've just chatted for an hour, haven't we? Again, yeah. We're so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, have you got another 
oh, normally, obviously, we say, what would you tell yourself 10 years ago? And you only said that five minutes, not five minutes ago, six months ago. But have yeah. you got something that you'd like to tell um, your... Hmm, I'm trying to reword the question. I'm just thinking, like, is there anything you could tell your future self? But maybe what would your future self tell you right now in five years? Imagine yourself five years from now. What would they say to you? That it's all possible. Like, like genuinely, like anything, anything you can dream of that you want to create, you can do. You You can dream it, you can do it. Isn't it? Yeah. Like, you, you just have to sit down, make a plan, work out what's, you know, what are you good at? How can you make that happen? And it is all doable. It's it's cheesy, but, you know, it, it might it's be so that goddamn it's, true, though. It, you might have to start small and, you know, concrete what, what it is that you're doing. And then you grow and you flourish and you change and the path might, you know, move slightly. And then it's actually that thing that's more important. But anything that you want to do is doable if you believe in yourself. Absolutely. So what's the big dream for this year then? Um, <laughs> um, I would say to have um an established core of people regularly come into our um um hook meetings and having a whole menu of um um events, workshops, things like this in person stuff is just filling me so with cool, in it, yeah inspiration you know excitement um it's just so much more fun working and talking to people in real life and doing nice things like we all bloody look this is my office but I'm I'm just sat here doing this every day what would I rather do would I rather go to a lovely um space in town and meet up with a bunch of people and have a really buzzy fizzy morning absolutely um, so you know building in those fun things during the course of a month regularly and prioritizing them is the biggest thing that I want to do this year and just really build that community of like-minded people around Colchester is exciting love it and you'll do it Yay. You, know, you will absolutely thanks so much for coming back on babe Thanks for asking me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Well, if you're going to be the best episode of 2022, I had to have you back on, didn't I? <laughs> I love Not it. Too much gold. Too much gold. You're All right, babe. my love. Have an amazing day. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the No Rest for the Vivid podcast, written, produced, and hosted by Claire Hill and music has been composed by my brother, Phil Vick.